This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any of the apps you listen to is always appreciated. Oh, small talk. Sorry, peeps, but we can't avoid it sometimes. And though I did talk about on episode 11 of this season about tips and tricks to avoiding people, there are just times where you can't. We all have to go out into the world, and sadly, there are people there. Um, and there are some of those people who really do like to talk. And to them, it's actually polite when they ask you questions, no matter how you may feel meaningless they are. It, it's there. It may, and it may not feel polite on our end to have all these people caught asking us random questions or talking about things that we really don't want to talk about or repeatedly talked about over and over again. So in the spirit of giving and I hope this can make life a little easier for you, I'm going to give you some more tips and tricks, but more on the side of how to actually talk to people about yourself, how to talk to strangers. Tip number one is that when it comes to like quick one-off things, like when you're at the checkout line, waiting in line for doctor's office and stuff like that. Like, no one really cares. That's the, that's a good thing. That's nice. Is that no one really cares about each other, about talking and really else. We're just trying to be polite. And it's not bad in the, I hate life and I am being forced to be polite kind of way, but more like, I'm supposed to be nice. And this would be a great way to break up the monotony of what I'm doing. Like maybe the person behind the register just would like to just have a slight different conversation instead of just the same. How's your day? Do you have any coupons? Are you part of our membership? Like maybe they'll be kind of like, Oh, where'd you get that shirt? And other stuff like that. And the thing is, they're just trying to be polite. And we have to remember that these will always be quick. And they're not really, it's not really a big thing. It's not really life altering. You're not, you don't have to give them such like thought out answers. And sometimes those conversations would literally be where they like ask you, how are you? And you can just say good you. And that's the end of it. There really hasn't have to be anything else. Like, okay, here you go. Here's my card. Do you want a receipt? No, thanks. Bye. And that is the end of it. We do have a lot of those in the world. And honestly, if you have to batch all those in a day to do all your shopping so you just can go home and rest if that really does bother you or drain you. Other times, like, perfectly fine for me if I need to go into the store for one for a couple quick things. And the process of having to go to work or going to do things with family, it's just... Part of, for me, it's easy. It's an easier thing to ignore. Tip two is having fail safe to back up, back off on. Is like for Minnesota, we have a great one that we all fall back on, and that's the weather. It is constantly changing here. We have all four seasons. Sometimes all four seasons happen in like increments and over and over again. Instead of having like winter, kind of winter, spring. Fall, spring, winter again, 
summer, fall, like, we'll just, all over the place, we'll have thunderstorms, tornadoes, blizzards, and stuff. So we have something to talk about. For those times when you have just a little more time, that people are kind of like, I want to have a conversation. You're right here. Like, you're stuck in the line at the DMV, and you're going to be there for 20, 30 minutes. Or someone who is just at the doctor's office, or whatever. Um, like another one for like, I was in Ireland. A good conversation thing to like bring up is just their general hate of England. <laughs> I guess there's a lot of people, especially if you talk about football, like soccer football for them. Like there's so many countries, they're just, they don't even care who's playing. They want whoever's playing against England to win. There you go. That's a whole way to just kind of pass the time with a conversation. And some of your fail states can just be about your kids, about your family, pets, work, school, and you can tailor them to where you are. Like you're at work. You're not really going to talk about work sometimes when people ask you things. You can just say, yeah, family just took a vacation. It was great. And you don't have to give like details like, yes, we went to Colorado. No, I didn't ski. Stuff like that. Like those are ways to talk about yourself without being like, existential about some of the answers like yes I could not ski because of that deep dark fear of myself of when I broke my leg and and it was traumatizing and it flashes before my eyes between I almost I almost hit a goat or like yeah you don't need to go into that that's just how it is like times when I have to get a haircut I really don't want to talk and usually the hairstylist can like pick up on that but like one of my fail safe things is just talking about why I'm getting the haircut and a lot of times it's usually because I have something coming up. I'm really bad at getting my haircuts at a regular interval. So I'm kind of like, ooh, I have a wedding coming up. So I need to make sure I have a haircut. And then you can just talk about, yeah, it's my cousin's wedding on my dad's side. I need to make sure it's a, still long enough to put in an updo because it's a little more fancy. Like, there you go. That's You can easily put 10, 15 minutes into something like that. That's technically talking about yourself. Technically having a conversation. Not much about yourself, but it's just enough to kind of skim the surface and satisfy the other person when you don't need to worry about too much. Like, yeah, maybe you see them again. I mean, for me, it may be another six, seven months because I just, I don't think about it. And hell, I've had times when I've gotten a haircut, when I've talked about an event, like I was supposed to get a haircut a couple weeks ago for a family wedding and I didn't get it. I still talked about it. Like this haircut was... For a wedding. I may not tell them that it was past. I just didn't get to it because I just forgot. And I, or I just, I don't feel like, I just didn't feel like sitting in a chair and having to talk to someone and feeling a little creepy because I have someone else's hands in my hair. Like, that's just something for me. Other fail states for me is kind of, I talk about dogs. I can talk about dogs. Any, anything. There may not be any, any dogs within 20 mile radius of me. I'll still talk about them. Now the next tips are a little more difficult for us because we can't, these are for situations that you have to have real full conversations where things you really can't just pass up. You can't half-ass it in a way. Like this is for like when you have to do networking or you're in meetings for work or you do stuff for schools with projects or you're going out with friends and you're meeting their friends or their family for like a birthday party or something else, going to conventions. Um, God, I was like, you have to do like a 
get together for work. We're like, well, we're going to have like a get to know you like dinner for all the new hires and stuff like that. And you kind of have to go and it's kind of hard to eat for two hours straight. Well, I mean, I could, but I don't want to be the (laughs) weird person. Like I need them to like me before they really, really realize I'm weird. And the tip three for this one is just conserving energy. Because usually you know when these things are going to happen. Like you know when you have school, when you're going to have a project coming up. You know, you usually know when meetings are coming up, when you have like bigger events with friends and family. And you can usually know when you're going to need to have like extra energy because you're going to talk to people you don't want to talk to. And you can look back on other episodes or other blog posts I've had about conserving energy. That I have the stuff like that. That's a whole, those are whole other episodes. And, or if you don't really, like, you should really know how you conserve your energy, whether it's before or after, blah, blah, blah. Another way to conserve, conserve your energy with these conversations is that just let other people lead. Like, there's nothing wrong with you just reacting. When someone asks a question, you let someone else answer, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, my dog is that color, too. Or, yes, mine's a rescue. And just kind of leave it at that. That's still conversation-wise, and you are still participating. Even though you're not facilitating it, you're not leading it. Not everybody needs to be, like, gung-ho about, like, I gotta get all this information. Y'all need to know so much about me. Like, I don't care. I don't need you all to like me that much or know me that much, at least. I'm not looking for friends. Maybe I should be. (laughs) Honestly, uh, compared to some people, I, I may not have enough friends in to some people's minds, but... But that's kind of the thing is that you just, I'd rather have the time to get to know people and you just slowly let people know different things about yourself. Um, one thing that I have as a slightly different tip for conserving energy is that I'm not sure it's partially with my anxiety or it's my introversion or something else. I'm not really good with eye contact, but a really good way to not look really weird or not look like you're not paying attention is that... When you're talking or when a person's really like going on a conversation and everything else, make sure you put the, you give them eye contact at the beginning. Like I start talking, I give eye contact to one person, there's more than one person, I switch back and forth. So it's like I broke that eye contact for a little bit and I have like a split second to like have a moment to get to the next person. And then I let my eyes wander after the couple, first couple seconds of that. Or if the other person really starts talking, I'll look at them and then kind of look down on my shoes like oh I need to tie my shoe kind of thing or I put something in my pocket that's honestly it's a really strange trick that no one really notices or it's not really like noticeable enough to be like bothering where you have some people that they really don't like if you don't look at them at all and that's kind of a nice little trick and that does conserve my energy because I it's really weird to have like ongoing eye contact with people especially strangers or people you don't really know or even worse people you don't really like and you have to like look at them because partially conserving energy is controlling my facial expressions because yeah i'm i'm decent at keeping like oh yeah it's really interesting expressions or like or happy or surprised or anything else but every once in a while it's kind of hard to like that was stupid bitch shut up like i have those looks coming around I can just feel them and I, I need to neutral neutral I'm like feeling I, I don't want to feel my face but I really want to like massage it like stay neutral don't be rude I want to be rude <laughs> and that's a really nice trick for me to keep 
enough eye contact for people to not feel uncomfortable. Even though it makes me uncomfortable, but that's our society. And number four is strangely enough, script it out. Like, have your elevator pitch. Mr. Collins, that shit. That was a Pride and Prejudice reference, if anybody got it. And, like, the thing is, you just need to have a couple things that you can talk deeper into that is a little more personal, a little more, little more information. And the second part of that one is just let where you are and who you're with lead the way for that. Like, if you're at work, then you'll talk about work stuff or why you... Like, like why you went to college for this. Or if you're at a conference and you're trying to talk to other people, everyone always talks about, what do you do for a living? Like, have your elevator pitch. Like, for me, like, I am an entrepreneur. I'm a podcaster. I'm a writer, photographer. Like, I, I, I kind of tailor what is most important to me right now. What's going on? Like, for me, it's podcasting. It's writing. Like, conferences and stuff. Um, if you're out with family and everything else, like, maybe you'll start talking about some of your hobbies, you talk about your kids, you talk about your pets. You pick certain subjects for each kind of area you are normally going to be in. Like you're going to have some stuff for work and have stuff for friends, friends of friends of friends that you need to talk about. So you'll have certain things that you need to be able to talk deeper into from like the couple the, for tip two. About your fail, fail safe things you can fall back on. Like you need ones that you can go really deep in because you need to be able to hold the conversation for it longer. <laughs> but luckily for us, a lot of people, are, there, there are more inter- extroverts out there or people who are really good at holding a conversation and they'll just do it for us. That's the really nice thing is that if you are awful at conversations, there's always someone out there who can really just do it for you. They do most of the work of asking follow-up questions, leading things away, um, reacting to things and stuff like that and bringing other people around so it's kind of like if you really need to if you really need to you just kind of just let things flow it's really not as horrible as a lot of people think last part of this one is sometimes it's what i said before like ask questions that's really all you need like sometimes you just don't the conversation's kind of getting harder for you to talk about yourself because you've you're like third group that you've been a part of and you're asking the same questions and repeating things. Like after a while, you're kind of like, I don't want to repeat why I went to school. I don't want to repeat how hard my classes were. And so just start asking questions. Maybe you repeat some of the ones you heard before that were really good at keeping things going. You can ask, honestly, ask a little bit off, off the cuff ones. Like a lot of people kind of ask, what do you do? Like sometimes like, Ask people your hobbies. Like, ask people what they love to do, what they wish to do. Like, where do you want to travel? Like, things like that. Like, that usually gets people kind of, like, out of the generic. Like, oh, yeah, I want, like, I love this job. I just want to, I just want to, I want to get enough money to get a good vacation. I can't wait to get my promotion. Like, that kind of line of shit. Like, you, you know, us introverts, we love being able to have deeper conversations and after a while especially when we've been in some of these places and you've talked long enough sooner or later people are getting tired of hearing the same shit and saying the same shit even the ones who love talking so throwing in those other questions can kind of liven things up and then 
Honestly, you could make more friends with that. Or at least find someone there who actually wants to, like, really enjoys talking to you. So you can actually turn it into, we're going to be more one-on-one in this. And that's, like, our thing, which is awesome. Instead of having to talk to crowds or talking to strangers over and over and over again. Like, you kind of have, like, your own companion for that place. And a side tip I was talking about kind of earlier is, if at all possible, find you an extrovert. Find you someone who is going to be great at conversations, and you can find them because they're usually like you're a little bit louder. They're laughing more. They go they're like they're social butterflies back and forth with other people. Like sometimes you just need them to introduce you to someone else. They can like walk into the group they're in. I know that, that's hard to do. I've had other tips and tricks in other podcast episodes, like from my my conference ones and my wedding ones, of like have food in your hand. And you can always help people out there. Like, there's there's ways to make it a little easier in life. Because I've had, I mean, honestly, I am like, I have first days with new people all the time. I do, I do a lot of temp work because I want to get out of the house. <laughs> like, I love what I do. I love podcasting. I love my blog. I love my apparel line that I do and all the other stuff I do with my business. But I'm home all the time. And sometimes getting... Doing a quick temp job that's either like two weekends or two months or five months or something like that is great. It's a little extra money. I take a couple more vacations or save up for something else. But it really gets me out there to socialize a little more and (laughs) realize that there are humans in the world. There are people that I actually may want to be friends with or associate with or something like that. And it's also kind of – I'm so I'm really – I'm better than I think than most introverts are with being the new person in the room, the being around complete strangers all the time. So it doesn't make me as uncomfortable. I'm not great at conversations, but it does, it doesn't make me feel awful being there by myself without knowing anybody because it happens all the time. I've done so much moving. I'm always a new kid in school. I mean, after a while, you get desensitized to it. Like, it's kind of... And that's what you need to do sometimes. Sooner or later, it just, it's just a little less awful. You may never be not awkward about it. Some people can't. There really is a point where you can't make your weaknesses better. Like, you can make them slightly better. And, yes, there's that thing out there that tell you, like, you need to work on your weaknesses and everything else. I don't believe that. I don't believe you need to work on all your weaknesses because that's just, you don't have the time or the energy. Might as well work what you're good at. I'm really good at not being embarrassed of things. I'll go around and I'll start cleaning. I'll have food. I'll be the first person to get food. A lot of people will sit there and the food's there and no one's touching it because I don't want to be the first person. My fat ass will go there first. And that's usually, I'll bring someone with me and we can start the conversation. I'm like, ooh, I like this bread. I wonder what's in this chicken. Why is there cheese in here? Like, there you go. Conversation started. I'm the first person. And usually a lot of people come up to me afterwards, which is great for me because they start. Someone comes to me to talk. I'm not going to them. That's one less thing that I have to do and worry about. So I hope these tips help you with having conversations with people and complete strangers out there because honestly it sucks that we have to sometimes but it's good for us we need to talk to other people 
learn new experiences. Isn't There's nothing wrong with it. You can't be stuck in your bubble. And yes, I would love to be able to stay home all the time and do whatever the hell I want or sit at a bookstore and read and just pretend that I'm around people and I'm not because I'm just sitting there ignoring everyone else. So conversations with strangers is necessary some of the time. And sadly for all of us, yes, they're mostly going to be strangers. So hopefully this made things a little easier for you. Whether or not you just take only one tip and run with it, just talk to people. We can't be alone all the time, though I would love to be a hermit. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon, where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at The Introverts Bubble or Courageous Creativity.